Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I want to talk to you about um, the presence of God. Is that Pastor, you don't have anything to say. I'm struggling to say something else that has been strong with me. You know, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. You just know that he's here for you. Disabuse your mind of every previous opinion apart from what the Bible says. He's here. Let's start from Psalm 16. I'm praying today that the Holy Ghost will minister to you directly. How be it using the human voice? In the name of Jesus. Psalm 16. Verse 1. Preserve me, O Lord, O God, for in you I put my trust. Preserve me, O God, for in you I put my trust. O my soul, you have said to the Lord, you are my Lord. My goodness is nothing apart from you. So I am nothing apart from who he has made me, apart from what he has made me. In fact, if you see anything good in me, please don't be deceived. It is Jesus. You see anything bad or struggling in me, please don't blame God. I'm the one struggling with him. But he's so merciful. Very merciful, long suffering, unusual, patient with his own. My goodness is nothing apart from the Lord. As for the saints who are on earth, they are the excellent ones. So I proclaim and I declare, You are excellent in Jesus' name. They say, Pastor, you don't know me. Are you a saint? You are excellent in Jesus' name. In whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied with hasting after another God. Their drink offering of blood I will not offer. So I will not compromise myself by the grace of God to, to run after what they run after. So to get what they get. No, 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 no. My hope is in him. It is in him my trust lies. Now take up their names on my lips. Verse 5. O Lord, you are the portion of my inheritance. It's back there. You are my cup. You maintain my lot. You uphold my portion. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Really, I'm one that should testify all the time. How God does it for me. 
Only him knows. But I'm grateful to God that I will not get to the place where I will forget. By his grace, I won't forget where my source or who my source is. The lies have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart instructs me in the night season. God speaks to you in your sleep. Speaks to you when you are awake. Speaks to you through circumstances. Speaks to you through friends, neighbors, brethren. Because he's ever speaking. But during the night season, he's speaking. I have set the Lord always before me. And because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad. And my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in sure. That's a prophecy about Jesus. No, will you allow your Holy One to see corruption? You will show me the parts of life. And in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hands there are pleasures. Forevermore. Praise the Lord. I hope you know that this is a psalm of David. And so if we're really going to begin to look at what constitutes a psalm, your meditation, your strongest impression on an issue, after thinking on it over and over, you come to a conclusion that this is what it is. And then in in your assessment of that person, you begin to pen down what you have come to know. My prayer is this, that your meditation will grow. In the name of Jesus. You can become conscious of his presence if you want to. I can if I want to. His presence is everywhere. I don't have much to say this morning. I've asked the Holy Ghost to help me preach. So by the time you and I are living, we will leave some tangible conviction of his presence in such a way that we can begin to apply to our our situations. You know what the psalmist says? The same David says, where will I go from your presence? If I run to the top of the mountain, you are there. If I go to the base of the ocean, oh my goodness, I'll discover that that's your very place of rest. He said so many things, but you are everywhere. So is there any way I can escape your presence? But how can I escape his presence when the Bible tells me that he's the fool that filleth all in all? Break the smallest atom. 
break it into electrons. If you can divide the electrons, you'll find them in there. He's everything. In fact, the Bible tells us too that all things consist in him. But that's to be easily understood when we come to understand the fact that when there was nothing, there was him. And everything emanated from him. And we've been made to understand from the Bible that when the times and the seasons of this realm are over, like a mat, he will fold up everything and we turn back to him. As a matter of fact, he's so dramatic that you will remain there wondering, wow. He said he will withdraw everything back to himself. That's Jesus. Then he himself will somersault into God. So it will be back in the beginning there was. There are those who don't know, we think that the present rules eternity. No. Eternity allows the microcosm of a moment which you call presence. It's so small. And I feel the fire. So the psalmist knew what he was saying. Can you imagine what he was saying about the presence of God? Let me get my Bible back. I've shifted here. Yeah. He started by saying, preserve me. Because who else can preserve me? Who else can preserve you? Who else can even preserve the king? Earthly king. Therefore, the maker himself he says, because in you I put my trust. He said, my soul has said, you are my Lord. In other words, it's a conclusion. You are my Lord. Then this particular, look at this line, my goodness is nothing. There's nothing I am and I will be. That's not you. The best of me is still ahead. Because you release them in seasons. That's why it's difficult to write off any man. You don't know where they are with God. Can you hear him saying this? And I want you to understand that he wasn't preaching. Like I have the privilege of talking to you. No, 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 no. He was preaching to one man audience. And who was that man? Himself. So there was nothing impressive or to be, to be impressive or to impress other people. No, 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 no. If there would be any impression, can I further impress myself with this thought of God? <laughs> oh, Lord my God. How excellent. In all the earth, when I consider the heavens, the sun and the moon and the walks of the fingers, I wonder why you give man so much attention. I mean, he was always thinking in that wise. So he says here, my goodness is nothing. So anything you see, any quality you see that you're like, wow, please know that it is Jesus. And my prayer is this, that without saying it, because, you know, our attitudes speak more than our words a lot of time. 
without any word, let anyone seeing anything know that it is Jesus. That's my prayer. That's what he was saying. My goodness is nothing. Apart, remove yourself from the equation. You know, I know, the devil knows that there'll be nothing left. Then how can I be prideful? I can I would rather I can only rather be more grateful. I hear some people talk. Sometimes you don't even know whether they are Christians or not. But from the way they talk, even when they are not Christian, you know that they are on their way to becoming Christians. I am doing very well. When they ask questions, they say, I'm only, I'm only thankful. Say, I'm thankful. But you did this, you say, oh, oh yeah, okay, it was in the SSO. This was what led to you. But I'm thankful. No wonder they are achievers. No wonder they are still on their way to achieving much, much more. My goodness is nothing apart from you. He now went on to talk about the saints, comparing the saints with the heathen. He now returned in verse 5. Oh Lord, you are the portion of my inheritance. Saying the same thing in, a, in some other set of words. You are my cup, and then you maintain my Lord. Hear him in Psalm 3, I think Psalm 3 or Psalm 2, Psalm 3. He says, But you, oh Lord, you are the shield about me. You are my glory. People are wondering, they are shouting, they are hailing, they are thinking, they are saying, have you heard? Do you know what a character? He said, but you are the shield about me. And you are the glory which they don't know. But I want them to know that you are the glory, you are my glory. And the lifter of my head. I'm talking to someone here today. After here, in the name of Jesus, you will begin to walk in line with Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing. Someone holds, someone has your back. Someone lifts your head. Someone hears himself your glory. The lifter of your head. You will use men though, but he is the lifter of your head. See, oftentimes we forget. We shift that focus to some man somewhere. No, 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 no. He is the one. He is the one. He is the one. Say you are my portion, my inheritance, my cup. When you look around you, say, God, this is you. This is you. God, this is you. You know, that singular mindset is gratitude to God. Is glorifying his name. It defines rest in the physical. As I'm speaking, I'm hearing now. It says for someone, this is the first day Of the rest. 
of your life. That does not mean that you are not 40 or 50 or 20 or 30 years old. But the first day, living with the reality of the fact that your God is a God who can never fail his covenant. And so you are going to see life in another perspective. You are going to begin... Oh, I feel the fire now. I don't know who you are. You see, your steps are ordered. Just like our steps are ordered. In the name of Jesus. Oh, he just talked to me. See, that person is asking the question. You think I can have rest in my life? Oh, yes. That's what it, that's what it means. This is the first day of your good rest. In life, in the name of Jesus. You will sleep like a baby. He said, are you, are, you, are, you, are you encouraging laziness? No, 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 no. There is no work as difficult as the work of faith. When everything is saying, no, 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 it's impossible. And you're saying, but God has said, and you're behaving and carrying on like it is so. Good to see you. That's why faith is a fight. That's why even the prophecy has gone over you, you have to war a good warfare with it. It says, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night season. I've set the Lord always before me. Can you hear that? I have set him always. I have set him always. I have set him always. You talk of his presence. He's always before me. He's always at my right hand. But I can't see him. No, you don't have to see him. I know him. I see him because I've set him there. And that's why I'm not moved by what moves people. Oof. Who am I talking to? I say I will not be moved. Why? What's my assurance? His presence. Here in Psalm 23, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. Can you see the secret of his life? Can you see his most cherished treasure? Not the palaces, not the golds and the diamonds, not the fame. The presence of God. The presence of God. And because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. And so my heart is glad. Um, because I'm about to conclude. Remember in Psalm 27, verse 4, he said something. He said, Can you give me 27, 3? Psalm 27, 3? I want us to read together. Good. Though an army may encamp against me, I don't know what trouble you are in now. My heart shall not what? Fear. Though war may rise against me, in this will I be confident. What's your confidence, David? Look at it. One thing I have desired, and that's the confidence, confidence of the Lord, and that will I seek, though an army. The war 
that I will seek one thing. What is this one thing? That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. That I may dwell in the presence of the Lord. That I won't get so panicky and anxious as to abrogate the prayer. No way. I will seek. I will dig more into his presence. Dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Doing what? Just, just to behold his beauty. And to make inquiries in his temple. So I don't know what your troubles are. Can't you see that the most treasured thing you can pursue is his presence? Here this same David in Psalm 84 verse 10. Look at this. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. Now let me explain to you. You will see instructions in the Bible, even in the, in the New Testament. Do not forsake the assemblies of yourself together. And for a lot of people, it doesn't we just it's a ritual. We just go to church and no, you are not just in a ritual. Is a command, is an instruction. You know what the Bible says? It says when we come, we have fellowship one with another and with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. It affords you at least once a week, twice a week, three times a week. If you it's better say, I'm so tired, I'm sleepy. It's okay to rest when you have to rest. But if you are getting tired and getting weary because of problems and issues, why don't you? Drag yourself and sit down. Knowing fully well, what do you know? That what, what is it that will heal me? It is his healing presence. What is it that will deliver me? His delivering presence. What is it that will provide for me? His providing presence. What is it that will lift me? His lifting presence. His presence is all of these things and more to you. God doesn't make mistakes when he says, do not forsake the assembly of yourselves together. No wonder in Psalm 122, verse 1, they say, I was glad when they said, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Can't you see his? Read it. Just read in the Bible again and just trace the life of David. As the deer panted for the water, so my soul. That was, that was not just a statement of fact, he was speaking the truth from his heart. He was speaking his conviction. We can go on. Look at when he was in deep trouble with Bathsheba. Uriah. <laughs> he said, Cast me not away. Psalm 51. Prisoners, oh Lord. And take Holy Spirit from me. Restore me the joy of my salvation. I renew a spirit within me. More than anything, what he feared the most was that ah, don't withdraw your presence. I've wronged you. Have mercy. Do anything, but not your. 
Can I ask you a question? If you know somebody that really loves you, don't you think you do everything to always be in their presence? And even when they wrong you, you try to shove it aside, bring it to their attention. Oh, I don't like what you're doing, but I don't want to lose what I have. Yeah. That's the way God does. How can you be longing for him? And he will abandon you. He will never. The most treasured thing a Christian can pursue in life, the presence of God. It would be a mistake to pursue something else. Even to pursue peace. Outside him is a mistake. Because he is the peace that you are looking for. As I close, First Chronicles 29, 28. Let's see how David ended here. But I want you to understand that along the line God said, David, your throne will be forever. What do you mean, God? When man says forever, you know that it has a limit. Grave. When God says forever, it trans- oh my, it goes beyond the grave. Can you imagine God telling David, this uh, fellowship, this, uh, I love you so much. No, this will continue. Even after this realm. He's the maker. He's the creator. Holy Spirit. Guess what Jesus said? He said, you love me so much, you want me. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Can't you see that he's keeping the side of the covenant? So what are you saying, Pastor Taiwo? I'm saying get conscious of what you have. He's not withdrawing it. What David enjoyed, you have it right there. But are you making use of it? Are you conscious of it enough to be to activate it on a daily basis? Do you know how it will feel? When you walk into a hard corner and you are scared, the first reaction usually is to be, but I'm not alone, you tell yourself. You know, at that point, the Holy Ghost is asking, when do I take over? But he won't take over until you yield to him. If he says, now, take over. He will take over. Is that real? Is somebody hearing me? Can I ask you, watch the life of David? Pastor, you think you can switch it on and off? No, 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 no. You can walk consciously of it. That's what I'm saying. What when I say take over and I don't feel anything? That's when you walk by faith. Because whether you feel or not, he's there. I will never leave. I will never forsake. So he died, David. Go to 27, maybe it will give us a bit. And the period that he reigned over Israel was 40 years. Go to 26, maybe you can pick one more. Thus, hello church, look at this David. Look at what people use their lives pursuing. See what what happened. Thus, David, the son of Jesse, reigned. You will reign the rest of your life. I say in the name of Jesus, you cannot be in Christ and not reign. Romans 5, 17. Those who have received abundance of grace and the gifts of righteousness, they reign in life. Why? He will never leave. He will never forsake. Anybody ready to reign? Say, I'm reigning in life through Christ Jesus. Woohoo! 
Thus, David, the son of Jesse, reigned over all Israel. And the period that he reigned over Israel was 40 years. Seven years he reigned in Hebron. And 33 years he reigned in Jerusalem. So he died. Hello? He died. How? Is that not what some people use their whole life praying for? Just look for his presence. Just look for his presence. His presence will ensure that you don't die before your time. If your time is 30, you will do what the world has never done in 30. And it's God that will determine the 30. Not the devil, not man. If it's 90, it's God that determines the 90. But you will perfect your assignment before you go. In the name of Jesus. In good old age. Come on. Full of what? Days. And what? Riches. And honor. Come on, wait, 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 wait. Some mortgage their honor for riches. God will give you both. Is somebody hearing me? Can somebody declare in the name of Jesus? I will come to the grave at full ripe age. In the name of Jesus. With riches and honor. Reigning in life. Glorifying Jesus. All because of his presence. That's what he does. I don't know who I'm talking to. You came here to collide with honor. And I declare in the name of Jesus. Receive it. The reason God directed your steps here today is to activate his honor on your life. In the name of Jesus, I say receive it! We are created and crowned with glory and honor. For some, the history of your life is such that men will never respect you again. Similarly, but let me tell you this. At this point, at this time, because of the blood that Jesus said on Calvary, I say they will see you and they will marvel. Because of his honor on your life. I say in the name of Jesus, receive. That's what we get in his presence. Solomon, son of David, said it. He said he will walk to the wise. You'll be wise. You become like the company you keep. How can you be keeping his company and you will not be like him? Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. He said, like in a mirror we look, and the more we look, we behold him. We are changed, transformed, to becoming like him from glory to glory. I decree again in the name of Jesus. From today, let the honor of God on your life begin to manifest. In the name of Jesus. 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 Name of Jesus let your priority be ordered by the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Honor brings wealth. 
honor makes healthy divine honor comes with rest comes with unusual influence in the name of jesus receive a consciousness of his presence operate in god's honor operate in god's honor from today in the name of jesus for someone you've gone health as carter you've tried everything you're almost frustrated with life i say your season of honor is starting in the name of jesus yeah yep yeah the amazing thing is that man does not control it it's only god and you you need to agree with him that's all and so father we give you praise we give you honor we worship you we adore you in jesus name we pray i say peace rest all around in the name of jesus honor 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 in the name of jesus you know what happens when his glory is on you when his honor decks you people will give you because god will continue to give you and he will use people people will love you you say why do you say that because when the ways of a man are pleasing to god even his enemies as i'm speaking right now you are being remembered where for years and decades they are forgotten about you in the name of jesus you are being remembered i am being remembered in the name of jesus when god remembers you man will remember you when god favors you man will favor you in the name of jesus when god delivers you man cannot bind you yeah, you see the most treasure or the most treasurable thing you can pursue in life the presence of god man do miss it man do fail run into his presence don't believe the lie of the devil that you've missed it you can't make it run into his presence if you remember where you're coming from you are dead in sin when he loved you enough to bring you in why will one error no run into his presence father we give you praise father we give you honor we worship you we adore you we give you all the glory in the name of jesus that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.